What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode four of Successful Bodyworker Podcast. I am your host, Zach Mayfield, creator of Successful Bodyworker, where helping and healing therapists always comes first. Today, we are going to be breaking down the type of strength training that bodyworkers need right now. If you struggle to exert more pressure, even though your table is at its lowest and you're using all of your body weight, or maybe your clients get annoyed at you because you're going from zero to 10 pressure in a second without ramping up that pressure naturally, or maybe you feel like you've gotten ran over by a Mack truck at the end of your day, which kind of happened to me in the beginning. And this episode is for you, my friends. An issue I see with massage therapists today is that they're not physically able to endure the day-to-day work schedule over time, so it is not the most sustainable for your body when you are doing back-to-back deep pressure and deep tissue all day without first having some sort of baseline strength to back it up. Now, when I am talking strength training, I don't mean the type that I use for powerlifting or what someone would use for sprinting. We are not wanting bursts of power and strength because that just doesn't translate to what we do in the treatment room. Just think about it. Like if you were pushing with 150 pounds of force really quickly into somebody's back, they most likely will complain and not come back to you. You know what I mean? So the, the, the type of strength that is most useful for body workers is strength endurance. This is described as the bolstering and maintenance of endurance through the use of strength training. The reason that this type of training is so effective for our line of work is because we are able to not only do deeper work, but we are able to do it longer. So through the use of strength endurance training, I was able to take my measly five-hour tops workload to nine hours and not feel much of a change as far as fatigue goes. The change was in my strength and endurance, and that was palpable. (laughs) No pun intended. Now, uh, we have talked about the issue of your efforts scaling well in past episodes. So what if your overall volume of clients increased because you were able to do more? and at the same time, not have the same physical effects. Just take a second to really think about that. Now, I do agree that working less and charging more is a better option for therapists overall, but this could mean that you have more physical bandwidth to add an additional day here and there if you wanted to. So, all of this being said, what is strength endurance and How is it different from absolute strength and power? The main difference is your training program. When most people hear strength training, they think more weight, more rest, less repetitions, meathead grunting, all that kind of stuff. So this is good for building power and absolute strength, of course, but it won't do squat, also no pun intended, for you in the treatment room. So this way of training will only build fast twitch muscle fibers And those are key in building power and explosion. What we need to be training is more of the slow twitch muscle fibers and to a lesser degree, the fast twitch type 2A, which is a combination of your power and endurance. So when we lighten the overall load of what we are lifting and training and extend it out over the course of eight to 15 sets, we begin to see more of the slow twitch fibers taking over. So, when I, when I switched over to this style of training a few years ago, um, off-season powerlifting and year-round, I started with about 40 to 50% of my max weight for 
the particular exercise I chose and about two to five reps for each set. One of the biggest differences between normal strength training programs and strength endurance is the rest periods. You want to rest about 30 to 45 seconds in between sets. This also explains why your reps are low for the amount of weight you're you're using. If your percentages were more, like 80 to 90%, say, you would have a hard time moving it the same way. So this is really where you start to build your endurance. The more you are able to build upon the number of sets you're able to do, the better your endurance will become. This, my friends, is how we start to feel better and quickly, might I add, in the treatment room. So we now know the difference between strength endurance training and regular strength programs. Now let's get into how you track your progress. You have probably heard me mention progressive overload principle before. This is how we track the progress we make using this program. It isn't just the best tracking tool, but it also takes a good mindset shift. Do you often see people in the gym for a number of years that look the same or, you know, they've done the same training program for years and they don't do anything differently? They stay at the same weight, they use the same repetitions, and they just look the same? For individuals like this, there is no measure of progress because they are always stalling out and plateauing. If they were to use progressive overload, they would start seeing changes and they would start getting stronger and making progress. So progressive overload is defined as, you know, bettering yourself day by day, week by week, and just striving to do better than you previously did. You know, this may mean five pounds every week added, um, an extra set added, less rest time, uh, a pound weight loss every week, or one extra meal added to your diet. You know, the, the variables are endless, but the key is to do better than you previously had with whatever you're doing. And this doesn't just end with, you know, physical things. This can be mindset as well. So in this sense, we are, we are talking about, you know, of course, bettering your number of sets, the amount of exertion perceived, rest periods, resistance. You know, all of this is easier said than done, of course. Sometimes pushing yourself one step further is challenging. So a mindset shift is oftentimes needed. To put it bluntly, guys, you need to force your body to do better as all it wants to do is survive. And I I truly believe that if you give your body a a good reason to survive, then it will adapt accordingly. You, You need to break out of your comfort cage that you've built around yourself in order to better yourself. So guys, I really thank you for joining me again today. Listen next Tuesday as I go into further detail about how strength endurance training helps you in your practice. If you have any questions about strength endurance training, um, feel free to hit me up on Facebook at Successful Body Worker or on Instagram as well, and I would be more than happy to answer whatever questions you have about it. So I'll see you guys next week and have a great rest of your day, okay? Take care. If this episode helped you in any way, please leave a comment and a good review. If you are looking for a positive community to talk about self-care, practice building, and everything fun in between, please join my Facebook group, Successful Body Worker Tribe. And you can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Successful Body Worker. 
I'll see you inside.